can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Before we begin today's episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. We've dug deep into the archives and found some of your favourite segments that you shared with us on the Facebook group. So here's a throwback episode for you. I hope you enjoy listening to this segment again or listening to it for the first time if you haven't heard it already. So I think today's cringy combo is a little bit topical for me because I'm about to get my period. So this was actually perfect timing for me. But this request came in from someone in our team who I'm going to leave anonymous because I don't know if she wants everyone to know that she put this request. I I think that's the right thing to do. (laughs) But she said, can you please talk about why having your period makes you poo more? And I was like, that is a great question. We should definitely get a doctor on to ask that. And so we thought we'd bring on Dr. Lucinda, who is our resident GP at Beauty IQ Uncensored. And you're going to answer that question for us because we don't actually know. And I was on a walk with one of my other friends and I said, do you know why that happens? She was like, no, but that's a great question. So I'm sure a lot of other people are thinking it. I'm literally so glad that people are into like asking these really open and honest questions, actually, because the thing is, is that like pooing loads on your period is totally normal. And like apparently just like because there's been loads of studies and loads of brave women out there who have like even had like balloons popped up their bottoms just to like let us know about gut sensitivities and stuff, which is really sweet. Um, but basically around like 30% of women can have like diarrhea and stuff on their periods and that's like totally normal and there's a couple of different theories as to why although like there's nothing that's in solid evidence and so the most common theory is related to sort of hormone changes in our period so for example the most common one is a a hormone called prostaglandin which is secreted by our womb lining to help our womb contract to shed the lining of the womb which causes our period and they feel that that hormone may possibly leak into our gut muscle which also may lead that to contract as well Um, and then obviously that can cause things like pain and bloating and also diarrhea but then we've also got some other hormonal changes that like going on throughout our menstrual cycle, like uh, with progesterone and estrogen, for example, and where you may find that uh, you have sort of like diarrhea during your period. Some people may even get constipation sort of mid-cycle, just around like the ovulation time. And that's thought to be related to this progesterone estrogen increase, which basically slows down your gut, making you constipated. And then when those sort of like levels deplete, they think that that may have the opposite effect and makes food sort of move faster through your gut tract as well, causing diarrhea, which is really, really interesting. But other than that, there's other sort of reasons related to it. So things like stress and anxiety and like our mood changes can have a big impact on our gut. And like, I don't know if your colleague might have like IBS, for example, like irritable bowel syndrome, because the studies have shown that people with irritable bowel syndrome, uh, with gut um, sort of conditions in general, and also things like endometriosis, which is where you have patches of your wound lining and sort of other parts of your body more commonly through your gut, 
they are at definitely increased risk of having sort of gut related symptoms during their period like diarrhea and bloating and pain and stuff so yeah those are basically the theories as to why that's really that explains a lot (laughs) for me because I have constant gut issues and I always have something go wrong around my period so literally and I don't so that would make sense because I don't have the same have you never had diarrhea or anything around your period Hannah I've never like when when this topic was written in the schedule which was just it was just put into my calendar. Why does your period make you poop more? <laughs> and I was like, hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've experienced that. So You should ask your sisters, I, see if they've experienced it. Do you know what though? I, the reason I probably don't know is because my period just surprises me one day. I don't count. I don't know the date. I don't, I have no idea when it's coming, but I wear panty liners every day. So it really doesn't matter <laughs> um, if it surprises me. So I guess I just probably don't really like think about it too much. So so next time I get my period, I'm going to I'm going to take note of my bowel movements, Joe, and I'll let you know what happens. Okay, yeah, keep a diary. It's literally hilarious. <laughs> because like I cannot wait for my period because that's when the bowel actions occur it's like that backlog that you're waiting for (laughs) it goes to town so I know exactly when my period's happening it's the weirdest thing ever it's a good warning isn't it (laughs) it totally is I was going to ask a question around being on the pill because you mentioned that hormone prostaglandin but does that still happen when you're on the pill and you're getting I guess a fake period in some ways like does that still occur or am I just getting like diarrhea for no reason and I think it's attributed to my period. (laughs) No that's actually um, a really really good question because the pill totally does regulate your cycle and it actually prevents your normal ovulation track so being on the pill can actually help people who suffer especially like with IBS and stuff like that and get these sort of cramps and diarrhea and even you know as you probably know like if you get really bad painful periods and even mood swings it can help stabilize all of that because it's got you on a set level of hormone of progesterone and estrogen when it comes to prostaglandin stuff though um apparently something that one can use if you know where you are in your period so about one to two days beforehand you can take ibuprofen because that actually inhibits the prostaglandin which is really interesting so that's sort of a theory if you're looking down like the medication side of things and does cramping like getting period cramps can that like drive bowel movements at all it does it have anything to do with that yeah so that's where um the prostaglandin sort of theory comes into it where you've got that hormone that's released to to contract the womb that may leak out into the bowel gut lining to contract the bowel lining oh so that's what the contractions are caused by yeah right okay this should be a medical podcast I think. <laughs> um so i'm really into this information yeah, totally. <laughs> and we've had a lot of requests around talking about the pill as well so let's cover that in another episode because um, we've kind of covered off the um, pooping more on your period situation. So maybe on another episode we can talk a little bit more about the pill um, because I know a lot of people have questions around whether it's safe to take or how long should you be on it for or like when should you come off it when you want to get pregnant and stuff like that. So that could be a really interesting episode, I think. Yeah. Because Hannah, I know we're definitely planning pregnancies over here, aren't we? <laughs> ha ha. Yes, totally. <laughs> Joe, have we finished talking about poop? Because I have some dating questions. <laughs> Go right. 
right ahead. All right. So I went on a walk as we spoke about in a previous episode. I went before before stage four lockdowns. I went on a I went on a walk with a doctor and I said to him, I was like, because I've been asking all the doctors that I know this, I'm like, is working as a doctor as sexy as Grey's Anatomy? Like, are you getting as much action as he said there was a little bit of that going around? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you know what though? Guys are totally different. So are you saying that my Grey's Anatomy fantasies of working as a doctor isn't quite true. I think like as a guy, like I've definitely, okay, right, listen, yeah. <laughs> um, I can only obviously speak from the UK clearly, but I'm sure it goes around everywhere. But the guys definitely get more action than the ladies, I have to say. Because like the thing is, you see, like, oh, there's bare nurses, like female nurses on the ward and stuff. <laughs> Whereas there's barely any like yeah, male right. nurses. So like, you know, they've, they've got obviously a lot of that going on, a bit of flirting. Christmas parties are just just wild uh so it's just, oh. uh, <laughs> i don't know so um yeah they're quite lucky the guys are but i don't know depends friends what you want as a lady as well i would watch Grey's anatomy as a young woman and immediately i was like okay i want to be a doctor like not 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 for any other reason except i was like oh. like mcdreamy and mcsteamy i'm like if this is what the doctors are like like i mean <laughs> Oh, my days. It's so, like, not a reality, though. <laughs> yeah. I must say none of the plastic surgeons or cosmetic surgeons I ever worked for were along those lines either, Hannah. So I don't, I don't know if it's maybe, maybe a bit of an illusion. <laughs> but can I ask, is the medical knowledge in Grey's Anatomy accurate? Do you know what? At times, I've learned stuff from Grey's Anatomy. Not going to lie. At oh, times, it has been wow. very good. Other times, you're just sort of like... Whoa, what are they talking about? And that is well wrong. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's very variable. But they love the weird and the wonderful, which is like totally what, especially what hospital medicine is about. It's like, oh, what's that really rare autoimmune disease that you'll see like maybe once in a lifetime? We should definitely exclude that one because I saw it on Grey's Anatomy. Right. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Lucinda. We've learned a lot about pooping on your period. So I hope everyone enjoyed that content and they're shaking their heads along with us going, oh my God, yes, I totally was wondering that as well. So we'll have you on again, um, maybe talk about the pill or something other, you know, something else completely unrelated which is probably likely because Hannah and I like to go off on tangents. So if you're open I, to talking about dating, we're here for it. You're allowed to date in Sydney. I know. Dating in Sydney is like legitimately, this is the funniest situation I've ever been in my life. So like I've never done like dating apps and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, just feeling a bit of a dating app. Let's see what's going on. So, you know, download the classics, Hinge. Or, no, not Hinge, actually, Bumble. The Hinge is on my mind. Uh, Bumble and Tinder and whatever. And there was one dude and he was just like, you know, when the lockdown lows are like kind of chilling out and you're allowed to have people at your place and everything. He was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm just having a little barbecue around mine. You know, you should come over. And I was like, yeah, cool. As long as there's like 1.5 meters distance, you're not having this many people and no one's got viral symptoms, I'll like totally be there <laughs> classic doctor oh my god it's so hilarious but then I when I arrived I was like okay there's a bunch of guys and they all look like really good mates and then there was a bunch of girls who look like they just don't know each other and I was just like so who do you know here and every girl was just like oh I just know this guy and I was just like this is like the most 
obvious thing ever. So this guy basically had invited all these girls from dating apps to his place. No. No. Legitimately. This is the hilarious thing. Were all his friends single? So he was like doing this weird meet and greet with all these Bumble girls and all his single friends. I swear like all these girls were for him. Oh my God. (laughs) Just like. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was so funny. But like. I don't know who does like someone with like serious testosterone levels but for me it was a proper <laughs> laugh because like all the girls basically just stuck to one side of the room we just had the time of our life because we were like oh my god I would have turned around straight away and been like this isn't for me <laughs> I know <laughs> what? Hannah would you have stayed yeah probably if all the girls were really fun and there were a few cute guys to yeah. flirt with I would have stayed for yeah, sure fair. you're asking me you're asking me now oh, I haven't had sex in like who God knows how long. So, like, I probably would have definitely stayed. You stayed for the food, Dr. Lucinda. I stayed for a bit, like, less than the two-hour recommended time, obviously, because of transmission of COVID, whatever, within a certain period. Um, But, like, I met some awesome girls there. And so, literally, we we just chilled so hard and just, like, had such a good time. And it was really funny because all the girls were, like, 1.5 metres, 1.5 metres. We were all, like, really sensible, whereas the guys were, like, trying to sit next to us. And I was like, mate, you need to like step aside you just like yeah get out of my personal (laughs) space (laughs) literally so funny but afterwards I was like said to him like look mate you know this is not for me but if you ever have like any other parties or do's just let me know um because like your taste in girls is amazing and I've met some really good mates through you that was just so much honestly it was the funniest thing I've ever been a part of oh well there's a silver lining from a really what would have been messed up story Mm. is that you made some girlfriends who doesn't love that totally love them as well they're so stunning but that's definitely put me off ever wanting to do dating apps to be honest I'm not gonna lie that story is quite (laughs) off-putting but the thing is is like you can sniff it out and then if it feels like a creepy crowd obviously like you just you run you just go as fast as you can but like everyone seemed pretty chill and it's kind of just like a little gathering thing and the girls were like super sensible the guys were looking really confused in the corner of the room thinking why all the girls like just speaking to each other and not us but it was definitely an experience and um yeah I had a great time met some good girls so it was good yeah well being new to Sydney it was a great opportunity to meet friends Australian men are really welcoming you to our country so that's good (laughs) to see Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We will chat to you very soon, I'm sure. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a pleasure. Happy you learned about poo today. Favourite topic. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.